skinny man died of a big disease with a little name. By chance his girlfriend came across a needle and soon she did the same. At home there were 17 year old boys and their idea of fun is being in a gang called the Disciples High on Crack toting a machine gun. church and kill everyone inside you turn on the telly and every other story is telling you somebody died a sister killed a baby because she couldn't afford to feed it and it was sending people to the moon in september my cousin tried reefer for the very first time now he's doing horse it's june
Hello, this is Ryan and Adam's show. I'm Adam. I'm Ryan. We just heard Sign of the Times by Prince, a song about a world in total and utter chaos and disarray. So a fictional world, then. If only that were the case. We're here to do what we do, but while we're here... Uh, I want to encourage people, if you listen to the last episode, we recommended three excellent places to donate to. The uh, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the National Urban League, and the ACLU. And I'm going to continue to have the link in the, uh, in the uh, about bio or about this episode thing, whatever the heck that thing is on Spotify. I saw that uh, Nathan Fielder, who has the Summit Ice thing, he... He's having people donate to, I think, the, the NAACP one, and uh, he's uh, matching whatever they – and I think Tim and Eric are selling off uh, items from their show and, and donating that money to there. So it's uh, it's a pretty cool uh, – it's cool that a lot of people are raising money. It's good. It's good everyone's on uh, – it seems like every, most people are on board. So the world of comedy comes together to make a difference. A lot of worlds, all sorts of worlds need to come together and make a difference uh there was something i said in the uh, the top of the last show i said if you haven't started then start now and i think that we all got to just get up in the morning and we got to be the best person we can be and uh there's many avenues to that yeah well i think that's why um i think we could say that we were thinking about um not recording but you know it's one of those things where um I don't want to like wait out the outrage. I don't want to be like, let's wait until people are not until they're complacent again. And they're not talking about this anymore because it just feels like, well, no, people should continue to talk about it Absolutely, and they should, continue, yeah. they should continue to be outraged by it. So somehow the show has to exist and this subject has to exist at the same time. The show must go on, but uh, if it is going to go on, then uh, we need to encourage positive actions and there's many ways to do that we suggested donating but you can go out and protest you can volunteer and it's important to talk to other people but even more important is to listen to other people i would i would advise not listening to us too much (laughs) other other than this uh this very positive message that we want to be putting out there but um do some research actually you know although there's a lot of things out there that or misinformation too. I mean, people are going to make their own opinions, but I mean, yeah, you should try, you should be trying to help in some way. I would think, I would hope that that's what people would want to do. Exactly. If you want to hear our opinion on like a Sylvester Stallone movie, uh, <laughs> this is the place to go. I mean, we got it, but uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not an expert on this, but I'm trying, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to do better. I think people have a hard time admitting that there's a lot of shit that's, that's wrong. I think it's complicated and they don't, it's tough, but it's like, I think you have to, you have, it's so obvious. Right. And then you, ha- and then, so you have to do your part. I don't know. It just, to me, it all just seems so obvious. I was talking to a Jeff who I live with and, um, and, and, uh, and he was just saying, he's like, I can't believe that this is, um, still something that's like up for debate where it's just like, I don't understand what, that there's still people that are like, well, hold on. Like what, we're not sure, you know, stop being such a fucking asshole. This should be like you said, like, this shouldn't be up for debate whatsoever. The Black Lives Matter movement should be something that everyone should be behind. 
you know, I'm going to continue to put the links down in the bottom of the about show page. I, uh, I plan on calling for action at least once an episode for the foreseeable future. And, uh, you know, and then we're going to continue to talk about Sylvester Stallone movies. Cause I saw Cobra yesterday. So I guess, I guess, I guess that's just, just what we do. I don't know. Just be a good person. Have compassion with people. Be patient with people. So hopefully you keep listening. And, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't so know. So what, you want to talk about your trip to McDonald's or your trip to the doctor's office? Which one came first? <laughs> All right, let's just play a song. <laughs> All right, we'll play a song, and then we'll we'll find out what's going on with Ryan. Here's a song that will encourage you to think. I know 
That was just the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, from the Blues Brothers soundtrack with Think. Ryan and I are here to be your comic relief in this completely insane world that we're in right now. And uh, Ryan was cracking me up earlier talking about a a failed trip to the doctor's office. Seems like my my uh, <laughs> my day to day misfortune makes you laugh, which is that's fine. I'd rather get that reaction. I think it makes a lot of people laugh. Uh, and sometimes like people laugh and I get annoyed, but I'd say nine out of ten times, I like to get the laugh. Uh, so much so that I'll be like, okay, at least they're laughing. But I essentially, look, I know it's kind of a weird thing to say during the cor- the Corona times, but I, I sort of hate doctors. <laughs> I kind of hate them. I know they're important. We need them. There's a lot of jobs like that. I, I get the feeling that doctors um, can't be bothered with me. I don't go to the doctor a lot. I, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, but I don't go all the time. But whenever I go to the doctor, and I've been to multiple, they always seem like they're just, just looking at me like, what do you want from me? I go to the doctor, I go, hey, listen, I don't feel good. They go, okay, take something. It, it just always feels like they don't give a shit. Does that mean? I feel like just can't be bothered for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people have the same opinion about doctors. I've certainly oh, had my fair share of... Uh, doctor's visits that didn't really work out or I felt like the doctor was kind of like talking down to me. It's like, oh, okay. They act like you're a nuisance. <laughs> so I go, I'll go to, this wasn't even the same, this isn't even the one that happened today, but I'll just tell you quick. I, I had MRSA one time. I had a staph infection in my armpit. We all did. Me, I think we, I remember. Oh, I, this I from, a, from a hot tub party? I think I remember yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell it on here, did I? No. It was me, Matt, Chris, and I think Jeff. We all were in a hot tub. I'm burping. I had a lot of McDonald's today. We were all in a hot tub, and all of a sudden, we all started noticing. I think Nick might have been. I can't remember. This was fucking like eight years ago. We all started noticing that we had these red lumps under our armpits. Well, it turns out Chris, not long before, had MRSA. Uh, it's a staph infection. It's not good. So all these people start going to the doctors. They all are getting treated immediately. I go to the doctor. He goes, yeah, I don't know. I would just rub some water on it. And I said, well, I, think it's, I think it's a staph infection or MRSA because all these other people had it. And he goes, well, what were you guys doing, rubbing armpits together? <laughs> the doctor said. So I, I said, okay, whatever. <laughs> I go to another doctor. He's no help. Finally, the third doctor I go to is the doctor I go to now. And he, he helped. So I'm like, okay. This guy finally is my you found friend. your man. I thought, but this guy can't be bothered too. I I I went the other the other day. I was I was feeling dizzy, and I call him. They have to do everything over the phone, so they can't see what's wrong with you. And he's like, I don't know. Take Claritin. It's a pill for allergies. Oh, is it? Is that what Claritin is, doctor? <laughs> anyway, so I tell him I want to get the antibody test because I'm pretty sure. I had the coronavirus. I didn't. I've not confirmed this on here now, but when I was sick back in um, late March, early April, and everyone was like, thought I was making it up. I think it turns out my parents, who also I was living with at the time, all had it. They got anybody test. They all had coronavirus. So I'm pretty sure I had the coronavirus. So I thought maybe I can get some of my sick days back. I'll take the antibody test. So he tells me he sent a prescription to the blood place. So I go to the blood place. 
and they go, oh, he didn't send it here. We don't have it. Oh, okay. Fuck my ass then. I guess, I guess I'm an asshole. Woke up early on a Saturday. So I ate McDonald's instead. So now I got to make it up. I got to, you know, I, I, the guy's hours are during work hours. I got to somehow get in touch with him. Get him to, I, I, it's a pain in the ass. It's just like, like how annoying is that? You just cracked me up because you're like, I got up early on a Saturday and your your appointment was at 1230 in the afternoon. It was 1145. <sighs> and listen, that, it's it's the principle of the thing. It's very upsetting. I understand that. Yeah. This fucking doctor. I feel like you go to a barber and they don't shut up. Right. They tell you all about their lives. They want to know. They ask you all these personal questions about your life. You just want to tell the guy, shut up and cut my hair. You go <laughs> to a doctor. He can't be bothered with you. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Uh, uh, just the, the the machine gun spray of venom that's coming is hitting everyone, every doctor and barber in the uh, the local area right now. I realize too, people are like, "Oh, well, coronavirus. This guy might be busy." There's there's like no cases in this town. It, it, the doctor's office closes at like two. You know, he's doing everything over the phone. I don't want to hear it. I think this guy is just, they're all just a bunch of, George Costanza would say they're the delicate, who's oh, the delicate genius. They're all, oh, the doctor. Oh, it's the doctor. See what, oh, you don't feel good? You better go to the doctor. Like, they're these gods that have all the answers. They don't know. They're people. They went to school. The fuck do they know? Can you remember anything you learned in college? These guys, they know everything. I, I It's just, it's very annoying to me. Uh, one point, or not even a point, just a little anecdote, was I remember that MRSA thing that happened with you guys in the hot tub from years ago because I got a call from Jeff one day, and he said, hey, man, you're going to need to wipe down your guitar with Lysol. And I said, why do I need to wipe down my guitar with Lysol? And he explained to me that he had used it the day you know, after this hot tub party that ended in, you know, what could be a potentially deadly infection. So <laughs> I remember rigorously rubbing down the neck of my guitar with Lysol. And I think I, I might have even like taken the finish off the neck and kind of ruined it because it, it was never the same after that. So thanks, Jeff. Well, you probably wouldn't have gotten it. Like hot tubs are like, I know cesspools of germs i mean it is like a petri dish a hot tub it's so gross yeah it is it is funny to think uh they seem they do seem so gross yet at the <laughs> same time they seem fun and relaxing but they're they're People so on disgusting them in like cruise ships it's like the, you're taking a bath with strangers <laughs> it, it's it, it's completely insane to me it really is have you gone in a hot tub since you know what? No, I don't think I have. I think Whoa. I've I think I've been scared of. I, I would, I think I would, but I, I don't really swim. Have you ever seen like an ad for a used hot tub <laughs> on Craigslist or something? Can you imagine how filthy that thing must? People are like pissing in those things, and it just sits in the hot water. It's disgusting. And I realize, like, this is why I don't mind when people laugh when I complain about these things because. I realized to some extent, especially what we've been talking about in this episode, these are small potato problems, but that's why it's fun to rant about them because there's no real consequences. I'm not afraid of anybody going, hey, now, you shouldn't say that about doctors. I can comfortably say 
fuck doctors. <laughs> and I don't feel any kind of backlash about it. And I could say, fuck hot tubs, too. Oh, yeah. I, I have a saying. I coined this myself. This is an original. As, if you're going to complain, you better make me laugh when you do it. And it can be a high-class problem. It can be a low-class problem. But if you can turn it into shtick that makes me laugh, that brightens my day. So all of a sudden, your, you know, your first world problem could really be providing me with so much pleasure and laughter. And not just me. I mean, there could be anyone out there having a real rough day. And all of a sudden, look at what you just did. And, and you're, you're a gift, Ryan. You. Because you. Misery. I'm a ball of. of I mean, so yeah. is this. All right. Now I feel bad. Now is. Since I get so much joy. Because it's, it's not because of your misery, though. It's the way when your misery gets put in your mill that turns it into amusing shtick. It depends on the misery because, again, like. I mean, there's a reason why people love like Seinfeld. The, the problems that these people have, I mean, it's like you have to they're so small and it's the it's these little day-to-day little minutiae things. Obviously, there are much larger problems that I wouldn't try to vent out in, in a laughy way as much. So if I'm yelling at you about like I'm so upset that like my parents died, obviously you're not going to laugh. Of but course. You know, you, but you get my point. I'm, I'm using that as an example. Like, obviously, there are problems that are worth complaining about and not making a joke of. But if you're not to say you can't joke about anything, but if you're going to rant, it's like, OK, I'm mad at doctors. That's an absurd thing to be going off about. And yet it is true. I do feel this way, even though it's stupid. It's funny. Jeff wanted to watch Falling Down the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, I was thinking about falling down and just like. What a. To, to sort of relate it back to what we were talking about earlier, I'm like, what a, like, I just feel like falling down is the epitome of, like, entitled assholes. Like, it's just like, oh, I'm mad that my McDonald's burger doesn't look like it does on the picture. <laughs> like, that's literally a scene in the movie. And like, oh, I'm mad. And it's just like, dude, fuck you. There's people with real problems and you're going to, like, but it's just like we all can relate to that day-to-day of just, like, the day-to-day grind, man. And so I think that's why people laugh at it is because they understand the frustration of just like, oh, it's so annoying that they wake up, put your pants on. It's hard enough to put pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to have to put on pants. And then I got to get in my car and this neighbor, the dogs are running in the streets and I have to pretend to care. You know what? If someone has a dog and you have to pretend to like it, Oh, look at the dog. And in your head, you're like, get the fucking dog away from me. I have things I have to do. I got to get in the car. I got to drive to the doctor. Not the doctor, the blood lady. And the moment the lady goes, oh, I don't see your name here. It was like, of course. Of course you don't. Why would you? Why would anything work out? It's it's just very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Does it uh, upset you, though, to know that people laugh at your misfortunes as a result of your natural comedic ways and timing and filter or does that bring value to your life if i'm intending it to get a laugh uh yes i think um 
I, there are times though where you're like really bummed out and you're complaining about something and people are like making jokes and you're like, no, but like I'm actually serious and that because I I'm a complainer, I am, I'm a whiner, and so that can be a little um, uh, annoying, but. It, if I'm ranting and raving about my day, like today, when I was yelling at you about the doctor and you were laughing, it made it better. Good. It was like, it was like, okay, at least it was a funny story and he's laughing and whatever. I'll reschedule it. It's not a big deal. I'll go eat some McDonald's. The McDonald's helped a lot, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the McDonald's was a great comfort, but um, yeah, so I guess so. I guess, yeah, it helps. The, doc- on- the doctor did nothing. The McDonald's helped. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, people shit on fast food. I think I said this so recently on this show. I'm not a good advertiser for fast food. Uh, if anything, you look at me and you're like, that's why you shouldn't eat fast food. But at the same time, I think fast food is there. It has a purpose. If you're eating it all the time, yes, that's a problem. But if you're every now and then having a bad day and you could have and you yell, yell a little fast food in you, you, you feel better until it hurts you, but you feel better. So and also it's spite because now this doctor is going to have to treat my high blood pressure. <laughs> so it's spite. It's like, yeah, now you have to deal with this. Just out of curiosity, what did you order at McDonald's? I'm just really curious. I, um, well, I had some sodas at home, so I did not order soda. I ordered a McDouble a chicken sandwich and a medium fries. That's that's good. I try not to pig out. Maybe once in a while I get a quarter pounder, they're good. But I try not to be one of these guys that's like, let me get five of these. I try not to do that. Oh, I've been that guy. So have I. And that's when you hate fast food. That's when you're like, oh, fast food's the worst. I feel sick. And it's like, no, it's because you wouldn't go to a Friday's and order two cheeseburgers. It's like, eat a regular fucking meal. You'll be all right. Just don't overeat. You know, it's just, it's tough. It's so cheap. I'm pretty much an all or nothing guy when it comes to these sort of matters. So it's very hard for me to stop eating the fast food once I take the uh, cap off that bottle. So one of the things that I do, and we might have even dipped into this before, I act as though I'm Viet, 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 Vietnamese? Viet, yeah. Vietnamly? What word am I trying to say? I'm just going to let you find it. <laughs> Viet. 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 What's the word I, I'm trying to. I want everyone to know that we pushed back Pat's episode. I think I'm having a stroke, man. <laughs> we pushed back Pat's episode. They have this very important episode where Adam struggles to find this word for five minutes. <laughs> you know, like. I'm, I'm again. I'm. It's a V word against Viet, and I keep saying like Vietnamese, but that's not. It's <laughs> Vietnamese. It doesn't sound right. I, you want to know something? I, this I'm gonna is be the, honest with the you. dumbest I've ever been in my life. I think right I now. No, no. But listen to me. I know exactly the word you're trying to say, and I can't get it out of my head. I don't know how to say it either. V, v, I am. V, I feel. I know exactly. I. Uh, I'm femininely, femininely. It starts with a V and it ends with a L. All right, wait. Have you ever done this? Have you ever gone on Google and listened to a pronunciation of a word? Yeah. All right, yeah, wait. Yeah, yeah, do it a lot of times with people's names. Wait, here. Let's see if this will... Vehemently. Vehem... 
in a forceful, passionate, or intense manner. Vehemently. 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 I am vehemently against, or I act like I'm vehemently against fast food <laughs> as a way of getting me to to stay the hell away from it. I know it tastes delicious. I, I I even have another personal saying of mine is that you can you should never be above McDonald's. You should always be humble enough to consume McDonald's in a pinch. I love these I love these mottos, and I like that you added in a pinch because uh, yes, just don't abuse it. Exactly, but that's the thing. If I if I wind up in that pinch, that is not a great place because it's the same thing. Have you ever used uh, one of those grubby ATMs like in a bar or a restaurant that's fake and it gives you a a huge surcharge and then your bank hits you with another surcharge after it? Oh yeah. Like, like there was a Johnny's, I mean like weekly, like I've used tons of those. I hate doing that because I I wind up losing over five, between five and 10 bucks each time between the, the ATM surcharge and then my bank surcharge against it. So whenever I find myself in a pinch and I use one, that karma follows me and I wind up in I wind up in a pinch. Like the pinch follows me. I just keep getting pinched here and pinched there. And it's, it's just like, once oh, I don't you have allow cash. yourself Yeah, it's once you allow yourself to stoop to a certain level, you you're just now every now you're always going to allow yourself to stoop to that level. Yes. And and <laughs> so I have to can't add, stoop. I have to f- make up this this act to to get me. So w- when people talk about fast food, I I kind of throw my never be above McDonald's thing that I truly believe, by the way, out the window, and I start to act as if I'm above McDonald's for my own safety. Yeah, I think everyone does. I think here's the thing: <laughs> I work with people where if I mention like Taco Bell or McDonald's or something. And I haven't had fast food in forever other than McDonald's because it's right down the street. But because uh, the coronavirus kind of scared me off it for a while. But anyway, people will say to me, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Did you have diarrhea for like 90 days? They act like if you eat McDonald's, you're going to have dysentery or something. And it's like I get why they're doing that. They're doing it for what you just said. They refuse to stoop that low because once they do, they, they don't have the self-control to pull themselves back up. And then that's and, and I and I and I think that's a problem a lot of people have where it's like I can't admit like just just stoop and then pull yourself back up. I'm not saying I have the self control. I think I stooped a long time ago and I've just stayed down there. I've just I've lowered the bar and I've just decided never to raise it and just to be filth. And I think, but I think that's what people are like. Taco Bell, ooh, I can't eat that. And it's like, sure, you could. You could eat it. You'd be just fine if you had it once every couple months or whatever. You'd be fine. But well, people are uh, so afraid that they won't be able to stop eating it. My uh, Taco Bell is a different animal to me, and I've said this many times, but Taco Bell gives me a crash that I would imagine uh, certain drugs would give you. Like I've never I've never done ecstasy, but I've Either. I've heard that there's you know a a depressing suicidal crash that happens afterwards, and I think that that's what happens when I eat Taco Bell. It happened to me the last two times, so 
I'm you think it's chemicals. I'm off Taco think- Bell. Yeah, I think so. I think maybe they put something in it that makes you uh, want to go uh, out to a club and dance all night, and then when you get home. <laughs> So there's ecstasy in it? I, I, you- I'm saying this right now, that there's ecstasy in uh, Taco Bell <laughs> burritos. Steve your heart up, that's for sure. Adam, why do, <laughs> why do I, this is a, now this is a good uh, topic of conversation that I, I can get into. Okay. Why never done ecstasy? And I, and I have my reasons for not having done certain drugs, too, and I think we can talk about this. Well, wait, what? what? <laughs> What's the, is there a question in this? Why have you never done ecstasy? I've never s- seen it in my life. No one's ever, n- not that I would, you know, I don't do drugs. Either. I won't, yeah, I wouldn't take it. Um, it always worried me because you never really know what's in Like, I, I attended a, a, what is it called? A, a Narcan training class, and they were kind of explaining that you can go on, you can go on Amazon and buy a pill press and make anything into a pill. You, know, you could put uh, rat poison in it. You can put fentanyl, just baby powder. Just turn whatever you want into a pill. And a lot of those those street drugs, like the designer ecstasies or mollies or whatever the heck it is, you don't know what's in that, man. No, and um, I probably shouldn't get too into it, but a guy at work just got in a lot of trouble for failing a drug test. I, I don't want to say too much, but essentially... Um, I assume it's most of the stuff they found in him was because he took something like an ecstasy or molly and didn't know what was in it. You don't know what's cut into those things. And uh, it, you're right. I, I've never taken it because I've always had high blood pressure. The idea of getting jacked up and your heart racing and you want to dance and touch everything. I remember I went to North Carolina one time with a bunch of friends. I used to go every year. And I remember – I won't name the friends or what they, you know, but I'll just say that everyone was on drugs but me. And there mm-hmm. were people on shrooms and there were people on an acid and ecstasy. And this was years and years and years and years and years ago, but I like 10 years ago. But I remember I, um, I watched all of them and I thought they all look so dumb. They're all like, oh, my arm it looks really far away and oh, everything is moving. And I always just thought like, why would I want that? <laughs> like people are like, oh, it's acid so cool. I went to the diner and the diner was moving. And I thought that sounds fucking terrifying. Imagine if you went to a diner and your reality changed and it started spinning. You would assume you're going insane. Like I can't, I can't wrap my mind around why. And then they're like, it opens up doors in your mind. And my feeling has always been, I want to close doors in my mind. There are too many doors already opened. Like. It's just like I never understood. I've done – I did – I at a time, I did plenty of pot. And I don't do drugs now because I drug tested my job and I'm just not into it. It just started giving me anxiety. But I, I've done that. I've done little things here and there. But for the most part, I've always just been more of a drinker because I've never wanted my brain to get that fucking confused. I never understood why you would want that personally like they're like oh it makes you love everything. And I think – but I don't love everything. So that's stupid. I just it, it just never interested me. I just I never understood the hype. Now I kind of feel like maybe I should have when I was younger, but I just never I just never really understood it oh, personally. Yeah. We're similar in that uh we're both very afraid of some of the things in our own mind and uh Yes. We're both working on it in our in our own ways and uh 
that was yeah the same reason why i wouldn't do those sorts of things either is just what what pandora's box of insane horrible crap is gonna come out it never seemed worth it to me and uh yeah i was a i was a booze guy that that didn't really work out for me either but here i am now i'm good i'm all right now for now today (laughs) i still drink but far far less than i used to but i Mm -hmm. still drink yeah 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 i agree with you it's it's uh hey i'm still here today too so we're both here we're both doing it we have the show uh i had a whole list of stuff that i wanted to talk about with you the google thing when i just looked up the word on google reminded me uh, I wanted to talk to you about this weird thing I discovered on Amazon Video. Do you have Amazon Video? Yes. Right, I hate to I hate to even talk about Amazon Video because I don't really like them. But regardless, yeah, Amazon. There's yeah. They stink. We almost we almost had a guest on that that works for Amazon. I would have loved to have gotten it into it with him, but he he bailed uh, some time ago. Uh, but uh. Yeah, Amazon's a little a little iffy. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I wanted to talk specifically about this feature that kind of spooked me out. But I noticed when I'm watching something on their video service that I use intermittently, uh, when you pause the video, it shows you the names of the actors that are on screen at the moment of pause. How crazy is that? That's pretty cool. It has some sort of facial recognition technology going on technology has gotten to the point now where i assume it can do everything and anything it's pretty terrifying frankly it's, it's some it, we've all gotten used to it i remember when caller id was a big deal you know it, we but we've all gotten used to technology now where if someone was like oh by the way your phone it like knows your blood type just by looking at you you'd be like yeah that makes sense phones could probably do that like it's just like we've just accepted that technology can do anything it's going to get to the point where cameras on buildings, like when people like commit crimes, are going to be able to have facial recognition. Like that's Ryan stealing a candy bar. Like it's just gotten so minority funny. report. Yeah, you know what, dude? There's going to be some people in a bathtub predicting, <laughs> predicting murders. It's going to be thought crimes. You know, Tom Cruise is going to be in it. It's going to happen. <laughs> I want to rewatch that movie, but it's like two and a half hours, and it's like I can't imagine. Minority Report's one of those movies where I want to watch it as if it was a commercial. I want to watch it and be like, okay, I saw it again. I cannot imagine wasting two and a half hours watching that movie. See, that would be a good movie to catch on TNT in bits and pieces for the next 10 years and say that you have seen it twice. But did Steven Spielberg direct that? Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, he did. Well, there you have it, people. Minority Report, Steven Spielberg, check it out or don't. I don't know. I saw it once a million years ago. I confuse it with <laughs> iRobot. <laughs> Same for the first part. I do not confuse it with iRobot, though. <laughs> it seems like very, very similar, except one has a robot and one doesn't. I did not like. I didn't like iRobot, but I don't really remember it. And then I didn't. I don't know. Will Smith. Uh, and then you have AI, which is Lately. Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah, it's funny when you asked me about Minority Report. I was going to say. Um, 
little bit of a trivia, but originally it was going to be a Kubrick movie. And then I realized, no, that's AI. AI was going to be Stanley Kubrick. And then he died. And uh, I believe Spielberg then took it over. I have a funny story about AI. When I was a kid, I had a really hard time falling asleep on Christmas Eve because I would get so worked up about, yeah, same. Uh, about same. Christmas. I think most kids yeah. So I remember one Christmas Eve, I put on AI knowing that it would be so boring, I would fall asleep instantly. And I believe that it worked like a charm. Yeah, my brother used to say that when he couldn't sleep, he would pop on Platoon. <laughs> Just Because it's true, Platoon, for all its credit, for whatever, for being a good movie... It's one of those movies where you're like, oh my god, you just—it's like Nyquil. I, I can't. There's certain movies like that that are good, but I just can't seem to. Keep, they're just so boring to me for some reason. Uh, Platoon is pretty heavy, though, right? Yeah, it is. If you if you're paying attention, yeah, I, I guess though, if you're if you're not. a kid, if you're a kid and you're right. kind of checked out, I feel like I would have a lot more deeper opinions on it. Mo- We've talked about this, how we watched a lot of movies when we were younger, and now it's like, I don't even know how I possibly could have had any idea what was going on. Like, yeah. I just feel like maybe now I would like Platoon better. I don't even dislike Platoon. I liked Platoon. Sometimes movies are good and they're still boring. Uh, what, what are you going to do? Like old movies. A lot of old movies are like, I know it's a classic, but it's boring. True. Uh, shit, I was just thinking of one. I had an example. I wanted to talk to you about it. But the only other oh. thing I could think to that I wanted to talk to you about was was uh, autoplay or auto start. I just I have a lot of really strong opinions about streaming services. Talk about first world problems. Well, with coronavirus <laughs> going on, yeah, I there's think a lot everybody... of people streaming. Yeah. Hey, listen. You know what? This 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 you got to talk about these things sometimes. This year has been a nightmare. Yeah, I, okay. I know. I know it's been it's been between Corona and 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 the, and the protests and everything else. It's been so fucking stressful and terrible for so many people that, you know what? Sometimes people want to listen to Adam talk about streaming services and what annoys him. Yeah, we're here. We're here. We're gonna get down to the bottom of this autoplay issue. All right. Well, what what's your problem with autoplay? Well, I I got into a I don't want to say fight because it was definitely not a fight, but I got into a disagreement with my girlfriend over Hulu's autoplay feature. So we're watching a show and every time the show would end, there would be a scene that would play as the credits rolled and autoplay would never let the credits roll out all the way. It would start it so fast. No, no I hate that. That I makes me see. so angry. Uh, and you know what? I honestly, the idea of autoplay, to me, I kind of like, but the thing that kills it is the timing of it is almost always awful, and it starts too early, and then they put up a bunch of other things. Now watch this and this and this. Like, all these things pop up, and then there's a countdown. It's like, all right, it's going on to the next thing. It's about to end if you don't press stop right now. It's like a, it's like a bomb. An episode ends, and you're talking to somebody like, hey, so what would you think of that? Oh, my God, we've got three seconds to the next episode. I mean, it's like... Listen, what, so what was the disagreement? She likes autoplay and you don't? Oh, yeah. She she liked it because, you know, she didn't need to... Uh, I guess she likes to watch a bunch of them in a row. But I would always want to see how that little scene would play out. And sometimes... Same. Even, like... And then it's worse, like, if it's a movie and all these people worked really hard on it. And then 
the the credits start to roll and within five seconds it's playing some other trailer or some other movie you know what it is it's bullshit that people think that this is for you they think oh it's convenient because then i can watch more episodes what quicker what's it's it's clearly just to keep your ass in the seat there's a great simpsons joke where they stay up all night to watch this like 10 commandments kind of like epic right and then right uh, before it ends he's like making this big speech and immediately the screen cuts off and like the other side of the screen is like an advertisement for what's on next and it's just (laughs) like it's so true though it's but that now instead of that it's autoplay but it's the same concept it's just like we don't want to lose you for a second so here's the next thing and it's like I hate that. First of all, I hate binging a TV show and you can't remember which episode was which. It's all just a big gobbly goop. It's like I like to end an episode. First of all, I like weekly watching uh, shows still because it gives you time to think about each episode. I, I, I don't do it often because binging is just too tempting. But I like to watch an episode, go back to the menu, think about it for a second, go to the next one, like maybe read the little premise, the title and hit play and watch the next one. I don't like, and in fact, I think on Netflix, I turned off my autoplay. I don't like it when it's just like, boom, onto the next one. That annoys me. That re- I actually, and you used to be a guy when we, back when DVDs Yeah, I were, knew this was going to come up. You were a guy that would hit play all. So I'd go over to your house to watch like Seinfeld or something or whatever the fuck, and you would hit play all. And and I it's fine. We had fun. You, you make like a night of it. But I was like, man, I I never do play all ever. Like I I I like to know which episode I'm watching. I don't. So I hate. I've never liked autoplay. Well, play, no- play all. I, I didn't mind because it would actually play the entire episode credits and all before yes. starting the next one. And I could at any point I want choose to pause. Yes. Or go to the menu, or do this or that. The You're right. The You're new right. one. I've I've had it where the movie's not even over, and the pop-ups come up thirty seconds too soon, and I can't even see the last scene of the movie no, taking place. That's outrageous. That's that's absolutely criminal. Sometimes when I would watch movies in movie theaters, I would sit and 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 wait for the credits to air, like not finish. But I'd give it a couple minutes, let it digest, and I wouldn't even really talk about the movie until I got in the car. I hate it when you're on the way out of the movie theater and everyone's like, what do you think? What do you think about this? It's like, let's wait. Let's get in the car. I like a little digestive time. I don't like, like, here's the next episode, and you don't even have time to, like, finish the fucking thing that you're watching. I, th- I think that's so obnoxious. I hate it. I hate autoplay. So I that's my opinion. I've had this debate with you all the time where I feel like I never really appreciated uh Lost because of how badly yeah. I binged it, how I squeezed I don't know, five seasons of television into one season of television to uh just to get caught up. And it yeah, wasn't yeah, until the second time I watched it where I realized, you know, it was a much better show cuz I was just you know, consuming like a like a a goblin just in my room, what binging yeah. and binging. You you can't enjoy it. You can't enjoy it. Not the not maybe like a comedy, like a half hour comedy. But like, and even that, I think is 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 you can't fully enjoy it. But like a TV show that was made 
to be weekly because they make shows differently that are binge worthy. They, they bleed into the next episode in a different way. But like shows that were made before binging like that, it's like a weekly thing, like something with Lost where it's like dense and there's a lot going on. You need time to be like, I wonder who that guy was. What do you think he was up to? Like you need that. You can't just fucking explode through it. Or you're just not going to get. You're not going to get the full – people do it with, like, serious dramas, like Breaking Bad and, like – it's like, no, it's, it's not going to work the same way. It's just like you, you need to give it a little bit of time to digest it, I, I think. I think there's nothing more fun than, like – like, I think if you think of certain TV shows, the most fun you had watching them was talking about them. Exactly, the most, yeah. Where you were like, what do you think this guy was up to? Or, like, what do you think of that, like, one-take shot or – like that was the most fun of the episode. Like it, it, so it's like when you watch 40 in a row, you just not going to, it's not going to, it's not the same experience, you know, they're, they're fun until, uh, Ryan puts you down and say, were you even awake when you were watching that show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So that annoys me, but for sure, I'm not an autoplay guy. I think that's, um, you know what else is obnoxious that Netflix does? What's that? <laughs> is, it, if you if you if you're looking for something and you can turn this off, but I don't I don't because sometimes it's useful. You're looking for something to watch, and if you like stay on something for a half a second, the trailer like plays. Sure, yeah. That's annoying. Oh yeah, it is annoying. It's similar. It's the same thing. It's just it's auto playing when maybe I wanted to watch the credits. You know why assume that I want to watch a trailer for probably something I don't want to see? All right. Well, before we're out of here, I have one more thing. It's and it's. It's something I want to ask you about. It's about movies. Um, okay. We didn't talk about, by the way, like any movies that I've watched recently or shows. We could have, but like we, we got, got a pretty plenty good, of time is, for that. <laughs> we'll do another. We'll do another episode another time for that. But um, movie theaters. How do you? Because now AMC is saying they're probably going to file for bankruptcy. Like they're probably done. They're saying it's possible. How do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about movie theaters? seemingly on their way out they already kind of were but now with corona and everything it feels like they're on their way out is, is that devastating to you as a movie theater fan do you think it's impossible and they'll stick around in some way like what's your opinion on that i mean i felt pretty quickly that this is going to be the end of movie theaters as we know it uh especially when they're charging 20 dollars a pop for a, a brand new movie streaming you know as a way to release movies during <laughs> During the pandemic, they, they're already struggling uh, to begin with. So to throw this on the fire, it stinks. But I kind of was like, yeah, I think this is going to be it. So I feel like movie theaters, there's going to be like small, independent ones. There's not going to be as many. You're going to have to probably go out of your way to get to them. I think that that's where it's moving. I don't know how long that's going to take, but eventually the closest theater might be an hour away or something, and, and it might only yeah, play know, a few movies. I know because they're still driving theaters, and like they're actually doing okay now because they're open. Yeah. And I've never been to one. Oh, dude, Most you got to go. They're fun. It feels like a relationship thing. I feel weird going to a drive-in movie theater by myself or with a friend in a car. It <laughs> just feel, feels you like felt that's... weird going to just a regular movie by yourself. You right. can go, you so can go there with, a, with a friend, you know, groups of people go. Uh... I don't have groups of people. Who's groups of people? I, I, I have like one friend. I, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to arrange well, those I, just, I basically just meant you, you don't need a, like a, like a relationship to go to a, a drive-in movie. I think that's just been a, uh, something that's been, uh a stereo it's what's uh what's the word if i had more than one friend 
I think I would go. I can't go with just one other friend. It feels too intimate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's a total bummer, but that's what it's looking. That's where the culture is sort of leading. I, I, I'd, I'd like it if there was still a few of them, so it wasn't like video stores because I miss video stores. But I think it'd oh, be yeah. a real bummer if they completely went out of business. I, I, I can't remember the last movie I saw. Not because it was so long ago, just because like it's hard to know the exact one, but. I love going to the movies. Not only was it an enormous pastime for me as a kid, right. I mean, enormous, enormous, but I, I just love going to the movie. I still love going to the movies. And now it's like, I'll be honest with you. I saw that movie, the hunt, um, that was like all controversial and kept getting banned and all this shit. Yeah. I don't know why it wasn't really that politically charged. I saw it. I liked it by the way. It was with the chick from glow, uh, Betty Gilpin. It's a yeah, great right. cast. It's a really cool movie, by the way, written by David Lindelof and Nick Cusey did leftovers. But anyway, um, pretty cool little action movie. Nothing special, but I liked it. I illegally watched it. I'll just say that. I'll admit it. You, you can come arrest me. And I could have rented it for like 20 bucks. But I'm like, there's something that's not cool about renting movies in your house. It feels like, why? I could just find it illegally or I could just watch something else through streaming. It just feels like I don't think you're going to get as many people to do that as you got to go to the movies. I know this is like a cliche, but it's an event to go to the movies. It's like nowadays with like germs and stuff, I get that people may not want to do it, but I just feel like going to the movies, like going to a live sport, you know, going to see Mm -hmm. a live baseball game versus watching it on TV. It's like an event. And I feel like you're bored, you know, or you're not, you're not feeling it. Do you take a trip to the movies? I just feel you're going to, I just, it just seems tragic to lose that little enjoyment. (laughs) I mean, it'll still be there, but it's going to be almost more like it's going to be fancier. It's going to be, there's going to be less of them. They're going to be independent. The good thing is I feel like most of them will be independently owned or, or close to it. And uh, it'll be, it'll still be an event. It'll almost be like going to a Broadway show, but it's, well, you know, it's just going to be like Star Wars and Marvel movies. I mean, you know, it's the just other thing. Be, yeah, it's because that's pretty much all it is was now is like event movies. And I, 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 I'm in a rare situation where I don't necessarily think that's the end of the world. I miss going to see other movies in the movie theater, but I, I don't care. So, yeah, so most people that go see movies and movie theaters are for big, big blockbusters. I mean, we were on our way there for for decades. It doesn't bother me that much. But it's like, if that's all it's going to be, and you don't even have the option to see little movies, and it's just going to be these big movies, I don't know. It's just a bummer. I don't know. To me, it just feels like a bummer. I totally hope that my prediction is 100% wrong. Like, absolutely, I hope that, you know, as much as AMC can tick me off at times, I I would love to be able to still go to... uh, And the money... The money doesn't even bother me that much. People are always like, oh, it's like 14. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of money to see a movie when you could buy a movie for that. I get it. But I just feel like it's not it's not a paycheck. You know, it's a it's a I, I don't know. To me, it just feels like um, it's just we're losing everything here. We're losing owning movies. We're losing. Now we're losing going to see them soon. Everything is just going to be streamed. And that's all the, that's the only, you're, I think we're losing options and that's what bums me out. Well, it's we're, obviously like we're losing real world options. And then we have an, an entire overabundance of streaming options. 
Yeah, where you don't know what to watch because you have 5,000 different streaming. Like, I'm okay with cable going away. Fuck cable. They they blew it. They're just too much money, and streaming can do it the same thing but better. But I just feel like, look, you can go on and on about, like, there's a lot more serious stuff when it comes to, like, automation and robots taking over. Uh, first of all, Will Smith will, will not like them. I saw iRobot. He'll be prejudiced against them. But I think um, it's just – and then also <laughs> – uh, Tom Cruise will drive a fancy car and uh, there'll be ladies in baths predicting murders. I just think it would be a real bummer to lose real world things and have everything be machines and robots. I don't, I, I'm not new to that complaint. It just seems to be going that way. And I think it's a bummer. That That's just, that's my opinion. Well, I can't think of a better way to end. Well, than, some jobs than, too. Than right yeah, okay. after that. <laughs> Loss of jobs. I don't know. It's a bummer. But let's we'll we'll go out on a bummer. Um, <laughs> no, no, uh, we are definitely not going to go out on a bummer. I want to. This was this was this was great. This was uplifting. I certainly needed this. I hope, I hope it helped. I hope. I know. I know that it was like, where are they going with this? When we started, I think our heart. I think our we had good intentions, and then it was like, we're going to give you a distraction. I hope it was. I hope people enjoyed it. And uh, I, I liked doing it. I, I, if we had done this earlier, maybe I wouldn't have needed the McDonald's. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you all for listening. I just want to one more time remind you, if you can, please donate to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund or the National Urban League or the ACLU. The links are in the episode description. Or do whatever you can to make a positive difference in this world, protest, donate, whatever, and take action now, people. All right. Yeah, I agree. You know, learn about what's happening and take some action, you know, and, uh, and thanks for listening to our show because I can't imagine why you would. And I'm glad that you do. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're here, we're here for a laugh, please. If you, if you want to interact with us, please feel free to, uh, what is it? What's our email? The truth, Ryan, Adam, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, say whatever you want. You know? Hate us if you want to hate us. Just uh, We like to hear from the people. And uh, one of the things we also do on the show is we play songs. And uh, I just want to go out on a high note with a totally awesome song. How's that sound to you, Ryan? It sounds good. Thanks, everyone, guys. And I'm just going to say my goodbyes. Uh, goodbyes. <laughs>
Some of us won't survive See the boys and me mean business Busting out dead or alive I can hear the hound dogs on my trail All hell breaks loose Alarm and sirens wail Like the game If you lose Systems fail. 